Love Talk Radio. You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, this is Mike. This is Kevin. And I hope your audio reception was better than ours. That whole introductory song was stuttering. And yeah, so was the lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on, but not sure. I hope our yeah, I hope it's just uh, our end. What it is is what it is. Yep. Okay, so it's Sunday night. Super Bowl was last Sunday. Awesome game. I don't care who won, who lost. That was an awesome game. That was a uh, yeah. Yeah, if you're not if you're not uh, satisfied with the highest offensive output of any any football NFL game ever, then uh, I guess you just don't like football. And the decision wasn't final until within the last minute or so. Exactly. It, and it, the the refs didn't overturn anything on review. I don't think. And the cheerleaders were great. Yeah, uh, I, I guess there were cheerleaders. Honestly, I didn't. Well, that was the channel I was on. Was cheerleader channel. okay anyway if you have a question or comment please push one on your phone if you don't have a question or comment don't do that because if you're on there we're going to come and find you and uh our our discussion tonight is going to be about transmissions (laughs) really yeah (laughs) why not uh well because it's not exactly our Area of expertise. You don't know anything about transmissions. I don't know a lot about transmissions. I know how you. I, I know there's. I know there's a lot more that I don't know about transmissions than that I do. But you can discuss how you push that shifter forward and back, right? I could discuss that. And the clutch goes in and out. Mm, sorta. And what else is there to know about a transmission? <laughs> well, let's just say there's nothing. Oh, okay. All right. So you want <laughs> to talk about tires? More, more exacting than those items. Skip it. Skip it. <laughs> Tires. Handling. A little bit of ride stuff. That's right. what we're going to focus on. That's all right. We have a few questions and comments on the board. The first one is from phone area code. Is that 254? Uh, yes. Any guess where 254 is from? Is that not? I, I, it's like Minnesota, maybe? 254. No. The other end of the country. The other end of the country. Yeah. So Louisiana? Well, Texas. Texas. All right. All right. And uh, do you have any idea if he's still in Texas? Uh, They don't let him out. Don't know. No. Well, I figure he's got to still be in Texas because you can't get out. Right. So let's see what Texas has to say. All righty. Hello, Texas. Can you hear us? And can we hear you? Hey, Kevin, Mike. I I hear you all fine. And and I actually am back in Texas. I just came back from New Orleans and did not stay around for the uh, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. uh, That was very smart. Very smart. Well, that's understandable. Yeah. Well, uh, once in a while, once in a while, I do actually have smart moments. I mean, back in back back in the day, back in the day when I was in the military, when I was in the military, I didn't know I was working for the NSA. I was in the Army Security Agency. I didn't know who the NSA was. ASA, huh? Yeah. Where where were you and stationed in the ASA? 
uh, Toffelsberg. Is that right? Well, when I was in the Army back in uh, 67 through 70, uh, I, I took care of the personnel records for the ASA unit on uh, the island of Okinawa. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They'd be really busy out there. Yeah, but, they were uh, during Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So so here's how smart I was. I got out of the Army, and yeah. we were just learning. We were just learning about digital communications. Yeah. Because because we listened to everybody. I had yeah. 33-foot dish antennas rotated, uh, <laughs> a full, full, array, full array of uh, the analog stuff and and uh, and we did listen to everyone, but we we had to learn about digital. And yeah. I come I come back and and I get out of the military and I'm not interested. Okay, the whole everything's going to change from analog. Yeah. I mean, we were we were proud of our reel to reel tape recorders. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That 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 was analog. Yes. And what and what digital has done to those is. Bloody! Another opportunity I missed. Another opportunity. I'm so smart. Another opportunity I missed was I lived in Arlington, Texas, in yeah. the late late seventies, and I twenty was farmland. A woman yeah, yeah. wanted me to go. A woman wanted me to go to work with her and become a real estate guy. Well, what am I uh-huh. going to do? You're going to sit there. You're going to sit there and you're going to sign papers all day and hand it off to someone else. And I'll give you another one. You have to sign papers. You hand it off. Well, what are we doing? We're taking down the, the savings and loans. Well, what happens uh-huh. when it gets to the table? Well, we lost another savings and loan. I didn't want to do yeah. that. I didn't want to be a real estate broker in Arlington, Texas in the 80s. <laughs> where, you, you'd have been a millionaire. <laughs> Who'd want that? Gazillion, gazillionaire. But, you yeah. know, nevertheless, I still, I still got my morals. But, uh, so I've been, I've been getting hyped up about bringing it back in the trucking. I've been getting yeah. hyped up about Amazon. And I saw on TV today, Amazon's fixing to bust loose on service. Yeah. What, what, are y'all, what are y'all's thoughts about that? I just get power only, go through Kevin, get my, get my own authority, carry my insurance, and run the wheels off these trucks. Uh, I have no thoughts on it because no, because no, we really don't handle authority or uh, no. All we all we worry about is why are your tires wearing funny? Why is your truck driving poorly? And how can we fix it? Right, a tire wear okay. and handling okay. issues are our forte. Yeah. Now okay, Kevin so Rutherford, every- Kevin Rutherford talks about all of that stuff because he knows that stuff. Yeah, I'm Kevin Beckett. I'm not Kevin Rutherford. Yeah, this is the other <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> you don't even look like him. So okay, let's go back to trucks then. And uh, so I'm looking at a, I believe it's a Penske truck because I think Penske has that color patented. Uh, okay. Seven hundred thousand miles, seven hundred thousand miles on an 06, uh Fifty thousand miles ago, they had the head off and and redid it and upgraded the turbo and. Mercy's sake, I don't know what happened to that ECM. Uh, well, 50,000 miles on a, on a rebuild, not, not a full rebuild, but how do you feel about an 0- 700,000 and a new head? 
So we don't know nothing about engines. <laughs> but I, I'd say it's probably fine. We know nothing. <laughs> it's it's a, a Freightliner, though, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So, okay. So now I can talk. I can talk to you about. I can talk to you about a Freightliner from the frame down. Right. Okay. Fourteen liters. Fourteen liters. He claims it's a twelve point seven don't, now. Don't 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 know nothing about no engines. Okay. But the rear suspension on that Freightliner, the airbags will t- be tilted if you stand behind it and look at it. The the bottoms of the airbags will be moved in toward the center of the truck. And that tells me that the U-bolts are loose. So if I was buying that, the first thing I'd do is loosen the U-bolts a little more, push the airbags back out till they're straight, tighten the shit out of the U-bolts, jack up the front end, make sure the kingpins are decent, spin the wheels, Put your hand on the air brake chamber and make sure that the bearings are running. And from my point of view, if that stuff is okay, get a good alignment done on it. Put some good inflation in the tires. Put some decent rubber on it and drive the sub edge. That's a, yep. That's okay, all right. That's you're, all right. You're, you're breaking up every once in a while. So what I got out of that is loosen the U-bolts. Uh, on the rear. Readjust, readjust the airbags. Yes. Tighten the tighten snot out of it. Yep. And you said jack it up and check the kingpins? Kingpins and wheel bearings on the front end. Make sure they're good. Okay. In other words, rock it in and out. And if they're good, put some decent rubber on it, put some good air inflation in it, and drive it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you don't, you don't have anything against an 06 Freightliner? Not a thing. Mm. Not from my point of view. Because an 06 Freightliner from the frame down is the same as a 2017 Freightliner and is the same as a 2000 Freightliner. From our point of view, nothing underneath there has changed. Yeah, don't tell us about, talk to us about an 09 Freightliner, especially a Cascadia. We might have. Well, then we got, then we just adjust the wheel stops, but (laughs) that's another deal. Okay, you lost me on that. Well, uh, last time I called in, you probably had about 10 people from Texas call you. All with good, pertinent questions. And I hope yeah. I see you before you're not. Thank you, guys. And Thank you. You have a great day. All right. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> okay. Well, we started off with a left-hand turn. That's okay. But then we did, did a right-hand did. turn. Did he not mention the transmission? No, he did not mention the transmission. Not. That was good of him because uh. we don't know nothing about no transmissions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So that was Texas. That was Texas. That yes. was one in Texas. So now we have a code. 732 area code. Yes. Any guesses? Uh, Nebraska. Well, you're staying in the middle of the country, <laughs> and that's very good of you. But this here guy is from New Jersey. New Jersey. This is Chris Christie's buddy. Chris Christie's okay. friend. They were out on the beach together yes. got in a, getting a suntan. Yes. So let's see if he's Not in New way. Jersey. Hello, Jersey. Hello, New Jersey. Can you hear us? Uh, yeah, am I on the radio? You're you on, on the radio. Oh, on a blog. Oh, wow. Hi. Post. Hey, guys. Hi. How you doing? doing? All right. Uh, good. Not a transmission question tonight. Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, um, I, I call yeah. you a lot, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm considering purchasing a, a, a new Volvo, right? Specking okay. it out with, with, the, with the salesman. Yep. 
I'm the guy from New Jersey. You and I have talked like this. I don't know if you remember. We, we talked quite a bit with Mike Kenworth. I actually sold the glider that I was telling you about. We did all the air ride oh. on it and all that stuff. Just just couldn't get the ride the way I wanted it. Got a good good uh-huh. price on it, so I sold it. Anyway, uh-huh. I'm looking to get a new Volvo now. Um, I yep. didn't have an issue with a ride. Um, I want to put my wide it. singles on it from my you know from my uh, that I that I bought back from the Kenworth. The guy didn't had, had no interest in them. They're That's two inch offset. And when the guy says when he puts it in the computer, it spits it out to zero. I, I got four sets of wheels that are already paid for it, rubber on them and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's the take on me using those two-inch offset wheels on that new truck? All right. Uh, there's two things that I would like to see you do when you spec your new truck. Mm-hmm. Okay? Number one, make sure that the differential housings on the rear end are the 11 millimeter thick housings, not the 9.5s that are standard. Right. Okay. 11 millimeter housings. I can yes. tell you what I have, what I'm looking at on, on the spec sheet here. I don't know if you can tell by that. Uh, we might be able to. There's the right RS. Here. Go, go ahead. No. Um, Meritor RS twenty three dash one six zero. If that means anything, I don't have the Meritor. Well, I'd have 23. to get a. When you call the guy back and and tell him to look oh. up in his manual, and tell you if that spec is a nine point five housing or an eleven, it'd be easier for him to find out than us. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Okay. Yep. Because the, the, I think that what you need after the one. What was the last three numbers on that thing? 160, I think. 160, yeah. yeah. I think that you need an H on the end of that for the heavy housing. Okay. But I'm not positive. And when okay? we say heavy, okay. how, how much heavier do we mean? It's 15 pounds. 15 pounds heavy. Right. Okay, so that's the first thing that I would want to make sure you put on that. All right? Okay. If especially mm-hmm. if you're going to use the second thing, use super singles. Pardon? If you're oh, going to use may, super may singles. I, May I also add that it's going to be uh, that new air ride lift axle that Volvo offers. And so, you know, 100% of the ah. time, the weight's going to be on that rear axle, and half the time, it's going to be on the forward axle that's in the air. If you've got a 6x2 in a Meritor, I think it automatically comes with the 11 millimeter housing. It's a 23,000 dual track rear, 23,000 yeah. pound rear. Housing? Yeah, then you've got the heavy housing. The yeah, okay. yeah, you got the okay. heavy housing then, so that's not a problem, okay? All okay. right. right, so the second thing you can do, he's going to ship it to you with dual wheels on it, and then you're going to try and sell those duals and put your wide base on, exactly. right? Exactly, exactly, okay. exactly. What I would, if you want to use the two-inch offset rims, you can try them in the normal position, Mm-hmm. And if you start seeing some inside edge wear close to the frame on your wide base tires, mm-hmm. then what you're going to have to do is flip the rims around so the offset is in instead of out. So it'll be a much narrower track, four inches, okay. eight inches narrower. But it will work. Now, what happens is you go from a two-inch outset to a one-inch inset. Oh, one inch is, so six inches narrower altogether. Yeah, six inches over, three inches on each wheel. But it will work. We've done this on trucks, and it works. It doesn't interfere with anything, and the truck will drive fine. Yep. But you, but with the heavier axle you're running, that 23,000-pound axle instead of the 20,000 pounds, that means you probably got the 12.7 housing instead of the other one. All right. Mm-hmm. Wow. It might work. Okay. It might work. 
Okay. Yeah, it might work even with even though the offset is two inch. Right, because it's the heavier axle. Right. Okay, so that's the second thing that I would like to see. The third thing is, what front axle are you looking at ordering on this truck? Are you looking at that I, square some, tube Henderson Air Ride, or is it an I beam front axle? It's going to be an, well. I'm going to once I get the approval from the bank, I'm, I'm going to I'll know exactly how I'm going to do it. But for now, I'm, I'm just going with the twelve five front I beam axle. I mean, I'm going to the bank. You know, if I get well, the interest rate I'm looking for, I'm going to go with the Air Ride. Okay, the Air Ride's a bigger problem. Yeah, it is. Is it? That's what I'm told. So don't you really? Yes. Okay. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't have the air ride myself. Okay. Uh, a twelve five front I beam axle or a thirteen two I beam axle. Right. Either one of those is fine with me. I don't like the air ride front. Right. Now, can I ask what was the what was it that you couldn't get out of the glider kit? What was the ride issue? I'm just a stickler for ride. I tell you, I got an 01 Volvo that outrides my 14 T660 any day of the week. Yep. Um, I yep. just, I'm just, I'm just a stickler for a ride, and uh, I just <laughs> bought that truck and you know, and, and did all that work to it, and I, you know, I just, just couldn't seem to get the ride I was looking for. Yeah, Volvo's always <laughs> been the best riding truck out there. There's yeah, no it'll doubt about be it. Still a very nice ride. Right. Okay. So yeah, the only yeah. problem that you're going to have with the Volvo that we worry about is the Volvo tends to build in the real sharp wheel cut when you turn the front wheels. And because mm-hmm. of that, it tends to wear the outside shoulder and the right front tire. Mm-hmm. And so you may have to have them adjust the steering stops in the gearbox Which, yeah. so that the steering wheel only goes two turns instead of two and a quarter turns. You're only going to lose a quarter of a turn. Yeah. Yep. Well, okay, now here's the last question there. You're in New Jersey. What kind of driving are you doing? If he was driving um, the Kenworth I, in New Jersey, he can do the Volvo in New Jersey. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't do the city at all. Uh, yeah. No, so upstate okay, New York. Yeah. The upstate upstate New York. Uh, yep. Yep. So those are the those are I the three things that you've described that I would be worried about. Now I've got a good friend out of Ohio that's running exactly the truck you're talking about with the liftable front. With the uh, progressive sensitive loading and everything, and mm-hmm. he's running wide base tires, and he says it's just working bitching. Wow, nice. Yep. You know what model truck? All right. Uh, no, but I can give you his information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm really curious. Like I said, if I ask a hundred people, I'm going to get a hundred different opinions. I'm, so I just figured I'd just stop stop telling people what I'm thinking and, and just go ahead and do what I plan on do, doing. You know. Yep. Yep. Okay. Guys, you got my number, right? I got, little, I, I, got, I got. Yes, I do. You just give me a text message or something, and I'll text you back his information. Okay. Great. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. That's cool. That's nice. good. All right. He's got an 01 Volvo that he loves. But it's an 01 Volvo. It's 17 years old now. Yeah, but now, and he's getting rid of the Kenworth and he wants another Volvo. Yeah. So I, I, I got no problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we have got a 386. That's right, 386. 386. Who's that? That is a Ford engine, I think. A what? A Ford engine, a 386. Ford? Yes. Could be right. I don't know. <laughs> 409, 409. She's real fine, my four. Oh, that's a different uh, number. Okay. Uh, no, this is Florida. 
And I bet he's still in Florida if he's smart because it's cold everywhere else in the United States. <laughs> I know well, it's it cold. takes a while to get out of Florida, so I bet he's still there. He's still there. Let's talk to this guy from Florida. Right. Hello, uh, Florida. 386. Hey, guys, you're right. I'm in Florida because it's cold everywhere else. It is, no doubt. <laughs> yes, I'm, a, I'm a native Floridian. All right, what, what's up? Yeah. Wait got, a minute, I wait a minute. Two- there, is no, there is no such thing as a native Floridian. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, there's a few of us still around. <laughs> is there? Son of a yeah, gun. Well, you're, you're, okay. You're a first-generation yeah. native Floridian, right? Uh, no, I'm a third-generation native Floridian. Third-generation. Whoa. Uh, now, now you're, okay, now I don't know how to believe everything else you're saying. Yeah, everything else is a lie. <laughs> That's all right. What's your uh, question? My question is about my 2000 Volvo. I pulled out of a customer the other day with a fairly light load in North Carolina. And uh, so I pulled out onto a little skinny two-lane back road. And between 25 and 33 mile an hour, my front end, it went like... Uh, it went like left to right, left to right. I mean, it was a very distinct wobble in the front wheels. The steering wheels bouncing back and forth. And okay. uh, I, I just contributed to the road. A few days later, I was bobtailing over to get a trailer, and it does it again, bobtail. It's done it mm. three times. Three times now it's done this. But going down the road, it, it drives good. I noticed yesterday my hood was shimmying a little bit on the left-hand side. But, you know, most generally it runs good today. I got up about 66 mile an hour coming down a little hill, and well, I felt a, a little little shake. What's the what 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 vehicle is it? It's a Volvo. It's a, two, oh, a Volvo. 2000 Volvo. Okay. Now the wheel the wheel bearings are du- checked every six months. The kingpins have been redone within the last three years. Uh, it's got Michelin X X line energy Z's wheel centering uh, pins or wheel centering. Uh, hardware and centromatics. Centromatics. And this is a I beam front axle as opposed to that square tube. Correct. Okay. I think it's the centromatic. I I don't. Well, I think that uh, at low speed, you know, the the beads are bound up inside there. It's and it's it's not functioning. How how old are those centromatics? Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think. I know the one on the right side probably within three years old. I, I don't know about this one on the left side. It was on the truck when I bought it. And you bought the so truck it, how it, long it ago? Could, I bought the truck four years ago. My ex-brother-in-law bought it. Uh, he had it for a couple of years before that. So it, 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 that Centromatic on the left side could be about six or seven years old. Okay, so the test then to see if it is the Centromatic is you simply jack up that left front wheel. Spin the wheel, and if you can hear the beads rolling around in the wheel, not hanging up or anything, then that's probably not it, okay? But if you don't hear the beads, then they're bunching up, especially at low speed. That that is a remote possibility, but it is a possibility. Okay. Okay. Um, You said the kingpins were done three years ago. Correct. Um, Have you ever had to do anything... Okay. Have you ever had to do anything with the steering gearbox? Yeah. Uh, replaced it uh, probably within the last year and a half. It's brand new. This truck has literally been rebuilt from one end to the other. Uh, I but put the, the steering okay. box on it, the drag link, the tie rods, everything's been, been changed probably within the last two years. <clears throat> so 
So we really want to look at that steering gearbox and see the, what formation it is. Yeah, the, the gut feeling I've got right now is air in the steering system. Right. Okay. That's, that's where right. my gut's going right now. Because that is a thing that happens when a vehicle is cold. And it's just starting out in the morning, you can get that shake. But then later in the day, it's gone. And that, that is that's symptomatic of air in the fuel in the, in the steering system. Now, the shakes that you experienced, were they at the start of the day both times? Uh, no, no, they were both. Uh, actually, one was in the middle of the day and one was at the end of the day, toward the All end right, of the day. Okay. All right, forget those then. That's not it. I'm, but, I mean, it's distinctly between 25 and 33 mile an hour. It's the wrong speed range for the tow dynamic. Right. Did you have to hit a bump to start that, or did it just oh, do it? Question. No, it, it just did it. The first time, you know, like I so said, I pulled out on that road in North Carolina, and it was a, it was a hell of a bad road. You know, I, so I just thought, I thought it was just the road, you know. But the second time it did it when I was bobtailing, I was on a smooth road. I took off from a red light, made a left turn. And just started picking up speed, and it just started that bounce, bounce. You know, the steering wheel was like just bouncing back and forth. And uh, I got wait a minute. 33, it smoothed uh, down. Both times it did it when you were light on the front. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both loads. Well, one I was bobtailing, one load was light, so the front end was probably 12, 12, 5. I mean, this thing is always heavy on the front end. When you grease your front end, when you grease the kingpins, do you jack it up when you grease it, or do you grease it sitting on the ground? Uh, 85% of the time I have it jacked up, and I rotate the wheels back and forth as I grease it. Well, God damn it, you're doing everything right. I hate it when a guy does <laughs> oh, this. I'm, I just, I'm trying. That's why I'm calling you. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. What's wrong with my truck? The, the left steer I've, tire has 155,000 miles on it, and it, yeah. it's still in really good shape. There's no feathered wear. The only only cups it has, and it's just where the little pieces of tread have been ripped out. You right. know, and I mean that that springs? that ain't no bigger than the fault of my that's thumbnail. Nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. What about the springs? And the right. What? The springs? Springs the are springs? original. Yeah, that could be the possibility. Yeah. The springs and the shackle bushings could be the possibility. I've had several trucks over the years that just wouldn't ride right, wouldn't handle right. And we finally just put new springs in it and solved it. Yeah, especially if these are original springs. I mean, they're not that expensive. Yeah, how how many miles those springs got on them? Uh, About 1.6 million. Yeah, I'd put springs in it. Okay. All right, that's where I was leaning, seeing how everything else under there is brand new other than the springs. Yeah. I wanted to to ask you guys, see what you thought. That's that's where I'd go. Yep. All right, yeah, it drives good. I just it don't pull. I can steer it with my pinky. I, lo- I love the way my Volvo rides. I've worked hard on making it ride good. Yep. You know, yep. This is just going to annoy me now. Yeah, I think that's it. Yep. Okay? Yep, do that. All right, man, appreciate it. I'll see you guys at the truck show, hopefully. All righty, buddy, I'll be, be there. there. I'll be there. All right, bye. 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 Okay. All right, that was, yeah, 1.6 million miles. Those springs don't owe him anything. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Okay, a 608 area code. 608, 608. That's going to be North Carolina. Cheesehead. Yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. All right. Is he in Wisconsin? Uh, not that smart. Yeah, he's up there. He's running a snowmobile. <laughs> it's time to bust those. It up. is. All right. 
Hello, snowmobiler. Wisconsin it is. It is. And you're home? What's that? And you're in Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in Wisconsin tonight. Cool. And how's your snowmobile yeah, running? Yeah, it's pretty cool tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but I so got a good up? one for you guys. It's kind of right up your alley. Um, okay. It started out, uh, my, my truck, it's a 2016 Freightliner Coronado glider. Uh, rides like a Cadillac, but uh, I went to grease the drive line a couple weeks ago, and I noticed the rubber part of the carrier bearing was pushed forward. It still rolled mm. great, no vibration or nothing, but it was it was out of the metal carrier part of the carrier bearing, you know. That's not good. Yeah, well, uh, it rolled good, so I think I went another week, and then I ended up replacing the carrier bearing, and now all of a sudden I have a vibration in the driveline. I can feel it in my hair and in my feet, you know, and... It's most, uh, the tires were great. I've had it to two different shops, including the dealership. Everything visually looks great. Uh, so we're kind of stumped here. The tires are wearing great. I have all Michelin tires. Um, I mostly feel it when I have a trailer on. Bob Taylor, you don't hardly kind of feel it. but you, I, I can a little bit because I know how that thing rides. But mostly it's with a loaded trailer. I can definitely tell for sure. Then I get and that what- vibration. And the vibrations between 47 and 57 for the most part. Okay. And it's coming up so, to your feet in the seat. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay. Um, and it didn't occur until they replaced the carrier bearing. Right. I don't think they've got the carrier bearing at the correct height. Okay. Like, like the ride height with the air ride or... No, not the the air ride. The carrier bearing bracket that holds the carrier bearing can be shimmed okay. to lower it or shims taken out to raise it. And that changes okay. your driveline angles. Okay. And I don't think they got it in at the right height. I think your driveline angles are wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, you know, and when I had it up at the dealership, I don't know if they checked the angles, you know. Uh, yeah. I didn't see him do yep. it anyway. He just, kind of, so that, I think they were kind of lazy about it, and they just wanted to get me out of there and take my money. So I did yeah, not they see just him thought it was the guideline Right. And the second possibility is that the universal joints have to be timed properly. And I can't remember yeah, exactly whether they're changed. supposed to. Yeah, they're supposed yeah, to be out of phase. And if they've got them phased wrong, you'll get vibrations too. Yeah, we did check the phasing. It, it, everything was in line and, and phased right, I guess they said. so. Then, then I'd be checking the drive light angles. Okay. okay. But, this, but this is definitely a vibration that occurs when you're accelerating through that range or when yeah. you're decelerating I, through that range. Yeah, and I can, uh, if I gas on it and get it up to 65 miles an hour, there's nothing. You know, it feels, right. feels just like it used to. Right. Right. That sounds like, the, based on the evidence that it occurred when you changed the driveline angle, based on the speed range that it's occurring in, and based on the fact you can drive through it, I say it's driveline angles. Okay. 
Yeah, I, okay. I just kept coming to the carrier bearing, but everybody goes, gosh, you know, everything looks great down here. And the truck only has 180,000 miles on it, you know, so that's... Yeah. But I do a little bit, when they, when they took the old one down and they put the new one up, there might have been shims up over the old one that they didn't replace, or the whole bracket is a slightly different dimension, which has raised or lowered that bearing just enough to change Okay. How, how thick are those, Kim? Well, it depends on how much I got to move it. Oh. They could be washers. So you, you oh. put the washers in to lower or raise it in order to get the angle right. Okay. Because right now there's nothing. There's no there's no washers in there or nothing. I kind of look. Yeah, but you don't know if there was on the old one. Right, right. Okay. Hmm. We need to get yeah. that measured. Yep. Need to measure the driveline angles and see if they're off just a little bit. Okay. That sounds good. Well, that don't sound too bad, I guess. No, it's easy to fix if you, you figure it out. Okay? Yeah, sounds right. good. I appreciate it. Very good, buddy. Talk Thank to you, you later. Right. Yep, bye. Bye. Well, I hope. <laughs> you know, the advantage they have in Wisconsin is there's no drive shaft on a snowmobile. <laughs> so you don't have driveline angles. No driveline angles right. for your snowmobile. No. Okay. So we have a a three eighty six. Didn't we have a three eighty six earlier? Yeah. Wasn't it uh, um, Florida? Yeah. Yeah. Is it the same guy? It may be the same guy. Let's find out. Uh, if it's not, then this guy's getting charged double. Double. We'll charge him double. Second guy from Florida. <laughs> right. Hello, Florida. Hello, Florida. Wow. Yeah, I'm a new guy. A oh, new guy. Okay, and, uh, you're going to get charged yeah. double. Okay. Very good. All right. <laughs> and what's up? You got to remember that the 386 stands for fun. F U N. F U N. All right. <laughs> cool. In the sunshine state. Fun in Florida. Yep. Uh, what's up? You mentioned something about transmissions, and I bought a 05 uh, Freightliner with, uh, I think they call it a Smartway Automatic. Mm. Yeah. And I just, about four months after I bought it, I ended up sticking a whole bunch of money into it. I replaced everything. That was what and, was smart and, about uh, it. They could make money on the repairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And a couple of tow bills, too. Yep, yep, but, yep. Uh, it, it's running fine now, and I just wondered if there was any precautions I need to take care of. I mean, you wanted to talk transmissions. This is an odd one. They call it a, <laughs> a port. The shifter on the steering wheel is they call it a port chop, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I know nothing about transmissions. <laughs> I was just trying to get off on another subject because I'm tired of talking about them damn tires. <laughs> they're dirty, they're black, they're round. They're dirty, they're black, they're round. That's right. That's about it. Um, I know that when the transmissions first, the automatics came out, there was a lot of issues with them because they're electronically controlled and they're timed to the engine and they do all this happy horse shit. But I hear that they're a lot better today. Of course, unfortunately, you don't have one of the new ones. You got one of the old ones, right? Right. Yep. So, I, I don't know, man. All right. I yeah, just thought I would check. And then I was, my my other questions about uh, 
the the airbags. I mean, how do you? You were talking about loosening up the the U-bolts and yeah, that's on a line in the airbags. Yeah, yeah this that's is on a freight liner. Okay, so if you stand behind the truck without a trailer on it, and you look at the airbags at the back end of the truck, uh, what a Freightliner does is the U-bolts get loose, that hockey stick-shaped leaf spring starts sliding toward the middle of the truck, and the airbags start looking like a V, like a V8 engine. Okay? Bottom's All right. In, the top's still attached to the frame. And so you have to go underneath the truck and loosen the U-bolts a little more, and you put a port of power or a pry bar, and you push the airbags back out so they're straight again, and you take the shit out. Okay? All and right. And then every 50,000 50, miles, whatever service you have being serviced close to 50,000, we just recommend you have a guy with a big three-quarter-inch impact gun just go in and tighten them again. All now, right. If you do that. Can you over-tighten they, them? No. No, right. just just put a three-quarter gun on it and just tighten the shit out of them. And people say, well, when should I replace the U-bolts? When they break <laughs> or when you can't right. get them loose anymore, okay? Right. If they won't loosen anymore, the threads are screwed. Yeah, then it's time to do it. Now, what we've learned is if the airbags are crooked, that means the U-bolts are loose. If the U-bolts are loose, the drive axle walks around and I can't hold the alignment, That's Okay. The All second right. thing we've learned is if the airbags are angled like that, as you hit a bump in the road, instead of the rear of the truck just bumping straight up and down, it wants to wiggle waggle sideways and makes the ride worse. All right. So there's two Makes good sense. reasons to keep them straight. One, it helps the alignment. Two, it helps the ride. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming no. on on Sunday nights. Not a problem, bud. You have yourself a good day. All right. Thank you. Mm, bye. Thanks for calling. Okay. Um, right. We've still got uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes and two. Good. No, 12, then I can yeah, say. 12. 8. 12. 12? 20. 20. 22. 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Our next caller. Um, Is what, uh, another a previous caller. He's back again? It sounds like. 254? Yep. He's our little Texas. Texas. Little Texas. So let's see what he's got. Oh, little Texas. Let's see what he's got. Hello, Texas. Are you back? It's me again. It's me again. (laughs) What's up? Well, and I'm enjoying your show, and and I like to interact. And uh, so at 832 and 836, you had... Uh, garbage, garbles. I'm not gonna garbles. call the show garbage. It was garbles. yep, <laughs> yep. That happens. <laughs> so just just sharing in case you can figure out what's going on. But well, er- at- from our point of view, every caller that's called us, their their voices are garbled a little bit. Right. We think it's the connection here yeah. at the office. Yeah, between us and the network, we've got a bad connection, and so we're getting garbled anyway. So, yeah, the outgoing message is probably a little garbled, too. Yep. Kevin, are you telling me yes. I don't sound like Cary Grant? So what? Cary no, Grant? Don't, don't, don't say it. <laughs> In my mind, I, I sound like Cary Grant. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I think you sound like Junior Samples, but there you go. Okay, let me down easy. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you have a good day, buddy. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. We got a 404. 
Yeah, 20 minutes and a 404. 404 yeah, is? Yeah. What do you think it is? Uh, 404 is definitely Pennsylvania. Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. The whole night through. Let's I see what Georgia know. says. Do you really know that song? I like that song. Like it. I like that song. You like it? It's sure. a good song. All right. I'm an old fart, Georgia. and that nice, smooth music is cool. Is he in Georgia? Yes, he's in Georgia. He's Everybody's in Georgia. in Georgia. I say he's not. I say he's gone. Well, let's find West. out. Hello, Georgia. Yo, guys. We're four hundred four We're in Denver right now. How you doing? Denver. All right. Yeah, Mile right. high. That's completely correct. Good, cool. good. You just- you just told a guy with a Volvo you didn't like that Hendrickson air ride front axle. What is it you don't like That's about right. that axle? It's not the axle itself. It's the air ride. Mm-hmm. What the about problem it? I have with any air ride I've ever seen in all the years I've worked on this on the front end of a truck, it makes it drive yeah. like a boat. The the airbag compresses, which changes the link, the drag link angle, which is makes you constantly have to steer that piece of shit a little bit. I okay. like a spring front suspension that's just a little stiffer, and you've got better direct control of the, of the direction. Yeah. Gotcha. I've got an, 0, an 06 780 that I bought brand new. It's got 1.4 million miles on it right now. For the last mm-hmm. month, I've been driving a 2016 with that live axle, and I can't stand that non-air ride axle. When oh, hits, you like it bump, stiff. It wants, yeah. It, it, wants to, it wants to jump around. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. I miss my air ride. You miss your air ride. Well, it's all <laughs> it's it's a subjective thing it is. as opposed uh-huh. to an empirical thing that I can measure. Um, okay. So so yeah, if you like the air ride, and you're used to it. Get yourself back to an air ride. Yeah. Got gotcha, you covered. Uh, okay. So, but the things you mentioned was the only problems you have with the air ride, correct? Yeah, the the only other problem, and it's air rides or I-beams on the Volvos, is they, uh-huh. they set them up so they turn so sharp that they take yeah. the outside shoulder on the right front tire. But that's gotcha, simple. You can, you can adjust the steering angle to take care of that. Yeah, it's it's also the you. only axle I've ever, the only steer axle I've ever seen that has that I have seen bend. <laughs> yes, I have seen some bend, seen yeah, some, but not many. Yeah. No, it, other that, than that, it's a good, that, it's a good one. Is that what? because of a bad toe? A bad toe? No, 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 no. I got in an accident. No, the 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 square tube physically got bent. Right. That's what I mean. A tow truck grabbed it and didn't tow it properly. Oh, well, we don't know exactly how it occurred. No, we don't know if somebody mm-hmm. jacked it up in the middle of the beam, which they tell you you're not supposed uh-huh. to do. That's a possibility. We don't yeah, know if he right. curbed it, curbed it real hard and bent the the yeah. thing with an impact. Yeah. We, we don't know what caused it, but we just know the axle was bent. Yeah. I got you. No, my biggest problem with that air ride, they blow airbags. And when they yes. blow, they're scared of living death. They're scared of piss out you when they blow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And then you then you yeah. feel every little dip in the road until you replace mm-hmm. it. Yep. I agree Otherwise, with that. I'm, I, I love that ride. Once you get used to it, it's a smooth ride. It makes the ball even nicer. But I'll agree with that. You can make a fine sailor if you can drive that kind of boat. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Okay. Well, hey, time. Thanks much. Appreciate the feedback. You have a great day, buddy. All right. Thank you. I shall. Thank you. Right. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have about 15 minutes left. We have 
run out of callers and questions. So I will give everybody a couple of minutes here. Yeah, there's one. Is there one? Yes, it's. Uh, I bet it's from. Uh, they didn't want to hear me singing. It's from California. I wonder if he's from uh, Julian. Good question. It could be the guy from Julian. Could be. Let's see who's on from California and if he's in California. All right. Is he? In, he's in. They don't let anybody out of California. Yeah, you can't get out of California. So he's probably still there. All right. Let's see. Hello, California. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Hello, Mike. This is Donald up here in Julian. And how is Julian today? Uh, nice and warm, actually. Is that right? 70s. Yeah, and oh, we're cool. expecting rain tonight and the rest of the week. That sounds good. Um, it was 16 degrees today here, and we have about eight inches of snow on the ground. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, shoveled I, for the, what, fourth <laughs> time this week? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, All right. I, so I, what's I, up in Julianne? Okay, I got the equipment in. Uh-huh. So in tandem. And yeah. uh, I spoke to Martin Galvan, yeah. and he said, and I was going to ask you this, he said, watch the raised letterings on the tires where they, they put the, the manufacturer's name. He says it does make a difference. You wouldn't know how much the difference, do you? Well, if you put both ends of the bar on a raised letter, it doesn't make any difference. Right. If you put both ends of the bar off of the raised letter, it doesn't make any difference. But if you okay. have one end of the bar on the raised letter and the other end of the bar off, now it's going to tilt your aim just slightly. Just a little bit. And usually Goodyear is the worst one for the raised letters. Yep. Still. And so what we would normally do if we're on and off like that is we would take a 16th inch alignment shim and put it between the bar and the tire where the letters are but with the TA, you know, it's so easy to just move the bar up or down so that you're not touching the letter. Yeah. Or that you okay. are touching on both sides. Okay. That sounds good. Because um, I checked a couple of alignments, guys. Cause, you know, they're 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 antsy up here about it. I got a couple mm-hmm. of guys up here. One mechanic up here. He says set, set the toe and go. Everything else is a scam. So I said this is <laughs> what it's like and and stuff. And I said here here. I'll do the alignment, and we'll check it, and if you like it, great. If you don't like it, you call me back, and we'll go ahead and do the full alignment. And, oh, okay. And that's, that's so far, that's as far as I've got. The other thing you can do with a guy is it takes you about four minutes to use the laser on the rear end of the truck. So yeah. the guy says, well, I only think I need the front end. Great. Put the two targets down. Put your lasers on the back. Turn the lines off by two inches or four inches and say, is that the way you want to drive it down the road? If it is, yeah, fine, I'll leave it alone. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. They, got, they got wrong thrust. Their thrust is they're wearing ice and flat on their right tire. On the left tire, they got feathering, and it's not the greatest, but it's it's they got their toed in. No, they're toed out with bad thrust. Right. Yep, right. that'll do it. The mechanic up here says that's the other mechanic up here says that's perfectly great. Just run it. Hmm. <laughs> well. So. It's up to the owner of the truck. You want to pay for tires, you want it fixed. Right. Yep, that's what I told him. Yep, perfect. So, and uh, one other thing, is that system calibratable? Can I, can I calibrate? You, calibrate? you don't need to calibrate a single laser. Right. Okay. As long as you put the channel iron, channel piece against the tire, then when you go to the other side of the truck, you got to flip it over, don't you? 
So yes. no matter how far out of calibration So let's was, say that on the left side of the truck, you've got the channel edge against the tire, and let's say it's aimed out a little bit away from the steer tire because the laser's not perfectly centered, right? Yeah. yeah. When you go to the right side and you flip it over, it's also aimed out on the right side, so it's still the same measurement. Yeah. Okay. That's the advantage of the single laser system is you don't have to calibrate it. Okay, great. Yeah. And, now, uh, did we say if you were strapped? The, uh, strap. Yeah, you got the strap. You got, you got the strap, yeah, got right? The strap. Yeah, I got the strap, yep. That worked better than one you were using? Yeah, the, uh, the, the hooks on the, the ratcheting and load straps are a little too big. I noticed when I put your strap <laughs> on, it worked just perfect. Good. Glad to hear it. Adjustment's Glad a lot easier. Yeah. The adjustment's right. so much easier. Yeah, and you don't yep. need to, to strap one of the front tires. The other one you just hold up with your knee, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's well. I got I got I got uh, eyes on both on both of them because I usually use the, uh, the ratcheting load straps are cheap, and I had a whole bunch of them laying around. That's what I end up using. Right. So yeah. I end up just just taking the uh, the one off on the on the uh, one one of the uh, the straps off, but I still got the eyes there and stuff. stuff so right. that's no big deal. Sure. Cool, cool. Glad to hear it's working for you, bud. Yeah. Okay, and um, once I get officially going, and uh, I'll uh, hopefully be buying a big set from you. That'd be fine. When you're comfortable, you let us know. We'll put you up on our our website. And remember to call with any questions. Okay, yeah, I got the number. It's it's on the uh, the stickers and everything on the equipment. That's the idea. Okay. You you have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Awesome. Bye. Bye. For those of you that don't understand what happened there, that's a new guy in Julian, California, just down San Diego County, who's bought a system from us, and he's getting started on his mobile alignment business. Right. Okay. We have two more questions. We've got about 10 minutes left, so let's get through these. 501. 501 area code is? Minnesota. uh, Just a second. My eyes aren't that fast. Arkansas. Arkansas. Let's talk to Arkansas. All righty. Hello, Arkansas. Hey, how you doing, guys? Arkansas is correct. We're good. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. All right, two questions. One, yep. uh, front axle, inside drive tire, I'm getting heel toe wear on just the one tire. Is it all the way across the tire or just on the inside shoulder? Uh, just, uh, there's like five stubs, just uh, the two. Like, second nub in, and the center one's good, and then the next one over. Okay, so it's on the inside edge of the inside drive tire on the left side of the truck? No, it's the next rib in. There's five ribs. Yeah. It's the, the okay. second and the third. Third. Or, or the, the fourth. Second the fourth. fourth. Second and the fourth, you're getting what we call yes. a five rib snaggle tooth. Are those two right. tires the same brand tires? Yes, both Michelin and Michelin Energy Did that inside tire run low on air for a while? Not to my knowledge. I usually check them about every three days. Okay. okay. Usually that's an indication of an underinflation. Or mismatch in okay. the tires. Now, you, you've got the same brand tires, but I would yes. be checking the inflation rail close to make sure it isn't running 5 or 10 pounds lower than the other tire. Gotcha. 
I'll keep a closer. I'll, I'll go down to like every other day. Then. There you go. Yeah, because if, okay. if it runs low on air for a full day and you drive 500 miles, it can start that. Gotcha. All right, my second yeah. question this has nothing to do with trucks. It does have to do with mm-hmm. alignment, though. Like, okay. Uh, for a sprint car, like a dirt track sprint car, when yes, they're sir. going slow, like on a pace lap, and the front wheels are, you know, swaying back and forth, Yes. what causes that? You need to get up to a certain dynamic speed for the tires to build enough traction because you don't set the toe on the front of those the same, zero, you set them slightly in or out depending on the track you're on. And normally the outside tire is a larger diameter than the inside tire. So until you get to a certain speed and you get the traction build up, they're fighting with each other and they start oscillating. I've always wanted to ask somebody that, at least somebody who knew. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it a lot on the on cars because we set the alignment up to make left-hand turns on a bank course at a high speed. And when you're going slow, it doesn't work. Right. So they stagger even the front tires? Or yes, staggered? very frequently, yes. Huh. I did not know that. All yep. right. No transmission question. All right. Good man. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Thanks for calling. Thank you, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. You betcha. All right. <clears throat> okay. We got a 765 here. Seven, Why does six, that five, look familiar five, again? It's not 760. Oh, it's right. 765. Yes. So it's Minnesota. Indiana. Man, I, you, you haven't gotten one Minnesota. today. You're really bad. I am. Let's talk to Indiana because we've just got a couple of minutes here. All right. Hello, Indiana. Yes. Hello, this is uh, Wesley, Indiana. Um, yes. My quick question to ask you guys is this. Every time I go to take off, I have a 1999, well, actually it's a 98 Volvo. It's got 1.75 million miles on it. Every okay. time I go to take off and there are slight bumps right there in the, in the road, it feels like the back end is dropping out of this truck. It rattles, it, mm-hmm. it just it shakes, and mm-hmm. it rattles. And mm-hmm. anytime I'm on the road that has bumps, it does the same thing. And I was going to know what caused that. Okay, so every time you take off, you get this shuddering drive. Correct? Yes, that is correct. And at high speeds, if you're on a washboarded road, you get the same thing, right? Yeah. Well, at lower speeds, that's where I get it most. Right. But and the parking lot that I actually when I leave from it's got gravel on it and it's got a couple potholes but when I mm-hmm. go over those potholes or those the speed bumps there it just, if I go over it lightly or whatever, it just feels like the whole back end is just like shaking and it wants to fall out of the back of the truck that's what's going on and then okay, when I get on this... a really rocky road I'll have the same thing mm-hmm. right, now this is a Volvo, correct? yes sir Yes, sir. And it's a Volvo air ride suspension underneath it? Yes, it is in the back. There are airbags in the back. And you said it's a 90s model? Yep. It's a 1998 model. 98 model. Okay. Yes, sir. (laughs) On the units that were built back in 98, or in the 90s, and I can't remember exactly which years, some of them had 
spring brackets that go from the frame down that hold the front end of the leash frame. And those spring brackets were honeycombed. They had holes all through Hmm. instead of brackets being solid. Do you have the honeycomb brackets? I would not know without getting out looking. Unfortunately, I'm driving to Pennsylvania, so I can't do it right now. If you put it on cruise control and run real fast, you can check it. Okay. Okay. When I get off of this downgrade, I'll give that a shot. That's one possibility because those honeycomb brackets had a tendency to flex. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it can and it can cause the pinion angles to shudder back and forth. Yeah. Now that's one possibility. Mm. Okay. The second possibility could be loose U bolts. Okay. Okay. If Okay. If your U-bolts are not tight and, and it's allowing everything to move, you could be getting that shuttering also. Okay? Okay. Okay. The third, the third possibility is a broken leaf spring. That's what I was worried about. Okay. Yeah. Now, the, the bottom well, leaf spring on the, on the bottom leaf spring on those suspensions is the one that holds the axle to the hanger. And if that spring is broken right back underneath the U-bolts, you may not see it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So those okay. are the three things that I would start looking at. Is it the honeycomb bracket? Now, now let me okay. back up. How long have you owned the truck? I have owned this truck. Uh, wow, what year did I bought? I bought it in twenty twenty twelve. Okay, yeah, 2012 that's far enough back. When did this shuttering start? Ever since you owned it, or only recently? Mm-hmm. Uh. I really, well, actually, I had the truck sitting for two and a half years, and I just started driving it uh, back here in September. Um, I didn't notice it very much before I stopped driving, but after it set, I really noticed it really bad. It, it okay. feels like sometimes when I take these, yep. Okay. I, um, in that case, I'm less worried yep. about the honeycomb brackets. I'm more worried about a degradation okay. in the U-bolts or the leash brakes. Well, how um, okay. does it have the same tires on it now that you had back then? Uh, 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 no, actually, no. These okay. tires that I have on there are 24.5. I took the 24.5 off, went to 22.5, and I put these 24.5s back on the truck in September to start driving. Kind of okay. crazy, but that's what I did all the way around. Okay. <clears throat> now, I'm more worried about the springs and the U-bolts. Okay, springs and right. U-bolts. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll check it out. Very Appreciate good, buddy. It. I love your show. Thanks. Okay. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. Well, folks, that's it. We've done it. We managed to get through another hour without being arrested by the uh, feds. Or the thought police. Or, or the thought police. Anybody like that. Yeah, anybody like that. It's been fun. You guys have yourselves a good week. Stay safe. Keep the shiny side up. Yep. And we will see you next Sunday night. All right. Thanks for calling, everybody. Bye.